It's June 2nd. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. The brief you're about to hear is in the same spirit of the actual President's Daily Brief, which is a top-secret summary of the most critical events in the past 24 hours, all delivered to the President each day by the nation's spymasters. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I am your spy, and this is your brief. Here's what we're going to be talking about this morning. First up, how can we prevent school shootings? There's a new study out this morning that offers a possible solution, and it's one that we can all take part in. I'll discuss the latest. As always, I'm keeping an eye out for developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First, hold on to your wallet. You might have to be paying more for batteries and products that use tin, all because of a war brewing in the Congo. I'll fill you in on the details. Second, the Biden administration is sending some bigger guns to Ukraine this morning. We're going to talk about the risk that they pose to escalating that war. All up next on the President's Daily Brief. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factors, no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors, fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. First up this morning, 
School shootings are clearly on our hearts after what happened in Texas last week, and we are all wrestling with what to do. Some people are focusing exclusively on gun control, and I appreciate why. But before we talk about guns, and we will, I want to first talk about the shooters, the children who pull the triggers. We have a new study out this morning that talks about that, and there's a possible solution. And better yet, it's a solution that all of us can participate in. But before we get there, a quick background on how I view this issue. As a CIA officer, a good chunk of my career was spent stopping terrorism. And that meant that my colleagues and I had to understand who the terrorists were to get into their minds. Now, we might call that profiling, which has developed a dirty reputation, but it's used all the time in the fields of intelligence and law enforcement, and for good reason. Because to stop terror, we had to understand the people using it. With radical Islamic terror, our criminal was pretty consistent in their profile. They were young, male, and either very impressionable, they were bored, or very, very angry. Now, we were definitely interested in their weapon of choice, a chemical attack, let's say, or a gun or an airplane. And yes, we thought about how to limit certain weapons or to strengthen America against a certain kind of attack. For instance, with planes, we encouraged airlines to harden their doors to the cockpit. Or we worked with schools to keep an eye on young males from certain countries with an interest in flight lessons. But the point is that we knew that our terrorists, those young males, they would find a weapon to kill no matter what obstacles we put in their way. So that meant that we had to encourage either preventative efforts or de-radicalization programs, often in places like Saudi Arabia and Egypt. And unfortunately, it's true for those individuals, those young men that we couldn't save, we had to put them in jail or six feet under. But if we could get countries to intervene with these young men before they ever committed an act of terror, then we knew that we would lessen the number of future terrorists and terror attacks. I offer all of that because that's how I view this issue of stopping American school killers. I want to profile them to understand who they are, what makes them tick, all in hopes that we can stop someone from ever becoming a killer in the first place. And we actually have a really good idea of who these school killers are. First, upwards of 98% of school shooters are male. The Violence Project has some good data on that. The second thing that we know, at least 70% of all school shootings over the past 20 years have been carried out by kids, people under the age of 18. In other words, America's school shooters are young and male, just like the profile of terrorists I worked against abroad. Now, there are a couple of other important pieces of intel to consider here, too. For instance, most of these young men get their guns from unlocked cabinets back home from a parent or a guardian. So that should be an important issue to focus on, too, for what it's worth. But still, it's that overwhelming profile of young men that should cause us to ask what in the world is going on with this small subset of America's young men. Now, that's a big question with lots of competing and complicated research. But there's one thing that always stands out to me. About half of young male shooters report that they feel rejected by their parents and by their peers. They describe themselves as being unwanted and untethered. And people who feel disconnected and rejected, well, they start to lose incentive to, to follow the rules, to be decent, to think of consequences. To say this differently, when you are an angry young man who loses connection to, to those around you, well, you can lose your purpose and your mind. 
And then a small number of those lost young men find purpose in the infamy that comes with being a killer. To say this differently, when an angry young man loses connection to those around him, he can lose purpose and his mind. And then a small number of those lost young men find new purpose in the infamy that comes with being a killer. And it doesn't matter that the weapon was a gun or otherwise. Now, this seems like a pretty impossible thing to fix, doesn't it? Because how do you reach these young men and then connect them back to family and friends when they're not even your own kids? Well, a study came out yesterday that was really timely, and I think it helps answer one part of that question. And the good news here is that you and I are part of the solution. Researchers at California State University published a study that was looking at the mental health and well-being of, get this, 11,235 kids, all aged 9 to 13. They wanted to understand whether playing sports had any influence on a child's mental health. And if so, was it good or bad? They also wondered whether it mattered if the sport was individual, like a track or tennis, as compared to a team sport, like baseball or basketball. And what they found is really fascinating. For girls, it didn't particularly matter if they joined a team or played on their own. Sports in general helped improve their mental health and well-being regardless. But for boys, it was different. When boys played individual sports, it actually increased signs of anxiety and depression, attention problems, withdrawal. The guess here is that the solo nature of those sports, well, it could have added a degree of personal pressure in order to be successful that just got to be a bit much for some of them. But for, for boys who joined a team sport, the opposite was true. It lowered anxiety, lowered depression and withdrawal. It lowered social problems. And when you think about it, the data here matches what we'd imagine to be true from our own lives. Team sports, especially for boys, they're about brotherhood, friendship, community. It's about leaving behind the troubles at home or school, and, and you find a group of buddies that, that gave you support, camaraderie, connectedness that all of us need, but especially young men. And it's all of those things, that brotherhood, that connectedness, well, those are the very same things that school killers say they lacked. Now, this study doesn't explore other team-like activities that you might have participated in when you were a kid, for instance, like band or mock trial, nor does it consider the other things like uh, church youth groups, something that I always enjoyed. But perhaps there's data out there that support whether those things are good or not. Send me that information if you've got it. But in the meantime, I highlight this very timely study about team sports, because not only does it give us hope for a solution, but it actually gives you and I a way forward to be part of it. And that way forward is to be a volunteer, to coach. It doesn't matter what the team sport is or, or even if we're any good at it. It just doesn't matter. What only matters is our presence in the lives of these kids, even if they're not ours. And that in turn gives those disconnected and hurting young men a stabilizing force, the, the structure for them to have buddies, to have connectedness, to have purpose. So if you were the president this morning, I'd encourage you to highlight this latest data out of California State University to share the good news that with all of the debate and rancor in Washington, D.C. and the country right now, there's one thing that people can all do starting today, right now, that may very well prevent the next school shooting. So tell you what, let's get our kids into team sports. And if you don't have kids, volunteer to coach some. You might just be saving some lives if you do. Hey, Mike Baker here. 
Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. As always, I'm watching a few other stories this morning. Put these two on your radar. If you buy batteries or products that use tin, well, hold on to your wallet because you might be paying more for all of it. That's because there's a war brewing in the Congo. So let's unpack this story, and to do it well, you might want to grab a map, either one in your mind or on your computer screen. The Democratic Republic of Congo, or DRC for short, it's a country that's in Central Africa, and it's one of the most incredible countries in the world, actually. It's got jungles and savannas. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's also a powerhouse, literally. DRC has more hydropower than virtually anywhere else in the world. The Congo River could produce enough electricity to light up most of the entire African continent. Unfortunately, corruption is what's keeping it back. Regardless, I want you to look at the southern part of DRC, down towards the country of Zambia. That is the area called Katanga Province, and it has large deposits of copper and cobalt, both of which are really, really important for things like batteries and electric cars. All right, so now I want you to move your eyes north and east and you get to an area that's called North or South Kivu Province. They're right next to the countries of Rwanda, Burundi, and Uganda. Now, in this area, there is a lot of tin and some diamonds. And that area, by the way, is sometimes called the Great Lakes region. But nevertheless, it's in an area that's unfortunately some of the most violent around. And depending on how things go in the next number of weeks, that could really impact at least the tin market. And if it spreads, other mining areas too, where that copper is in particular. If you have your maps, I want you to look for the city of Goma in eastern Congo. You'll see a beautiful lake to your south, it's Lake Kivu, and then an incredible set of volcanoes to your north. And then unfortunately, all around you, 
is an assortment of fighters from different tribal and national groups who really hate each other. You may remember back in the 1990s, there was a horrific genocide in Rwanda involving the Hutu and the Tutsi people. There was a half of a million citizens who were killed. The ghosts of that era and the desire for vengeance are both really still strong. Militias on all sides of that conflict still float around in the region to this day, and every once in a while, violence will explode. In the past couple of weeks, that's exactly what has happened. Over 70,000 people have fled their homes, all near that Goma area. For many, it's not the first time that they've had to pack up and leave. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Now, there are attempts at peace this morning to calm things down, but so far, no dice. Fighting is picking up, I'm sorry to say. And the fear, as always, is that this will spiral out of control, and we could see an awful loss of life. And then, of course, as the fighting gets worse, mining operations would be affected too. And that could mean less cobalt, less copper, and less tin. In other words, less supply in the global marketplace. And depending on market conditions, we could be talking about higher prices globally for all the things that you buy that have those minerals inside. So this is an important story, and even though we don't pay a lot of attention to Sub-Saharan Africa these days, I'm going to keep my eye out for updates. Our last brief of the morning, an update on the escalation in Ukraine. We've got two sets of equipment heading to Kiev this morning, one in particular that is a pretty big deal, an advanced drone. But first, let's do a quick recap. As I briefed you on over the past couple of months, Joe Biden and his European partners have, week by week, sent weaponry that's increasingly advanced, with a longer reach, a bigger boom. Well, yesterday, President Biden announced a new package of weapons, and, well, we're seeing that exact same pattern of bigger and better. The first weapon wasn't actually announced officially, but I've got it on good authority that we're about to send what's called an MQ-1C Gray Eagle drone. Now, some of you who served in the military might know its cousin, the Predator, from our military operations in Afghanistan and Iraq. These drones are, are Cadillacs compared to the Toyotas we've been sending them so far. The Gray Eagles can fly up to 30 hours or more. They can conduct pretty incredible intelligence work with their cameras. And here's the big part. They can carry eight or so missiles. They're also reusable. They're like a plane, as compared to the suicide drones that we've been sending so far, where the drone will identify a target and then dive bomb it like a kamikaze pilot. One final bit on this. Normally, training on these kinds of drones takes months, but the Pentagon has found a way to do it in a few weeks. The second piece of equipment is the High Mobility Artillery Rocket System, or HIMARS. This is a truck-mounted artillery system, and it can carry six rockets. And in this case, those rockets are what are called medium range, or about 45 miles. And that's really important, because the longer the range, the further that the Ukrainians can fire into Russia directly, if they wanted to. And that range is really important, because the longer the range, the further that the Ukrainians could fire those missiles directly into Russia. And that would be a major escalation. So Biden and the Pentagon are holding off for now on those longer-range missiles because of that threat or that concern. Plus, they've asked Ukraine's president not to use those medium-range missiles to attack targets inside Russia, and Zelensky, the president, has promised not to. Well, you can probably guess what Putin thinks of all this. His spokesman yesterday was very upset, warning that the West is pushing us into direct confrontation. It was a similar message that Putin himself delivered to the leaders of Germany and France last weekend. 
So whether this is the red line for Moscow, these new weapons, well, nobody can say for sure. But this equipment package fits the pattern that I've briefed you on before. America and Europe keep pushing the envelope with bigger and more aggressive weaponry, waiting then to see Putin's response, and then once they get it, pushing for more and bigger weaponry if Putin doesn't do anything other than maybe throw a little bit of a fit. So I will be absolutely watching this as always, looking for indicators that we found that final red line, and unfortunately, we've crossed it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.